Hi, this is Majana. Would you like to really practice and learn skills to connect with your soul team, especially your angels and spirit guides? We are doing a live workshop July 20th and August 3rd online. Or if you're in the Dallas area, come on over to our Intuition Dojo at our house. Hurry and check out lifeafterliferadio.com forward slash events to register and get more information. We start July 20th. That's lifeafterliferadio.com forward slash events. Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello and welcome. You have Thomas and Majana. Hello back. (laughs) Hello back. So what happens when, we talked about this a little bit on another podcast, if an infant, what happens when an infant chooses to take an exit? And that's kind of a heart-pulling topic. So I want to do two things. One is help reframe that, because I think as parents, we often look at that as, what did I do wrong? And we try to, we have guilt or shame or blame lots of negative energy around that. But if you look at this from a soul's journey, you know, we just don't know. And there's a, I think it's completely possible that that soul only needed to experience what you offered at that time. Maybe that soul only needed to know what it was like to be in utero for a period of time and feel that rush of hormones and feel that love that you were sending who knows? I mean, that sounds, that's legitimate to me. Yeah. Miscarriages too. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's that anybody did anything wrong. It just is. And on a soul's perspective, that's a very legitimate experience. You know, miscarriages will come through. They do come through. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody will say, let's say that there's been a miscarriage in uh, somewhere along the way and uh, you get a reading and somebody says, oh, do you have two kids? And they say, no, I have one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But they'll come through like that. So so one reason I want to bring this up is because if that has happened to you and you're still grieving that, know that if that child comes through to you, that's just confirmation as far as I'm concerned that they got exactly what they needed. They didn't need to be born and have a long earth experience, you gave them what they needed. And they're part of your soul pod. So then the other thing that can happen when they come through, and this is kind of fun, is they don't obviously come through as a baby, but they come through as a toddler, usually. My experience has been like up to five years old. So this was kind of cool that uh, my mother actually miscarried. That wasn't the cool part. It was before I was born, and that baby's name was going to be Justin. Once I had my son, Justin started showing up at my house. And at first, I just kept seeing this boy, and I was like, who is this? He wasn't there at the beginning. He waited until Brock was probably three, four years old. So uh, old enough to play with him. And I would see, even when we would pull up to the house, I would see Justin looking out the window. 
And he had toys. Brock had toys that Justin liked. I think that's what got him there in the first place. And that was pretty cool that, like, there was a um, battery-operated backhoe, you know, such a boy toy. And nobody would be in the playroom, and all of a sudden this backhoe would start making the sounds that you would have to, it would make automatically when you moved moved it in certain ways, or, or you could push a button. And Brock would not be in there, and yet the backhoe started started going off. That's when I was like, all right, who is this? And I kind of tuned in, and it was Justin. It took me a while to figure out who Justin was, and it was the fact that he really kind of looked like my younger brother. So if that means, is that what he would have looked like? Maybe, I don't know, but at least that was a clue to help me identify who Justin was. And then just a couple weeks ago, I was talking to a friend that I haven't seen in a very long time, and she was telling me how her grandson and daughter live with her, and she said, you know, sometimes I just hear things in the house, and the other night, I swear, it sounded like a marble was in my room and like fell off the dresser and rolled across the floor, and I looked, and I didn't see a marble But it sounded like it rolled down the hall. And as she was seeing this, I saw this child. And I said, oh, that wasn't for you. That was for your grandson. And described this child. And she said, I said, who would that be? You know, we're talking about a boy about his age. Um, Who? And it's family. It's definitely family. Who would that be? And she had to think about it a minute and then remembered her grandmother had lost a child at three years old had lost a little boy at three years old before her, before my friend's mom was born. So this child showed up now to play with his, what would that be? Cousin (laughs) who's now about the same age. So they kind of show up when the time is right. So I don't know, maybe a interesting experiment would be to just have some toys out. If you have someone you would like to contact a child and see if they show up to play. You know, this was interesting. I mentioned a podcast ago that um, went on a little walk in the evening, and my whole family that I was aware of showed up very vividly. I mean, you talk about, wow, was it ever, yeah, that was that. That's what that was. Um, One of the ones who was there fairly quickly as the family began to build and just kept revealing themselves was my mother's sister. She died of kidney cancer at about age six. And this was in the 1930s, would have been the late, uh, mid-30s. And they didn't have any treatment for that back then. Right. And boy, did she, I mean, she was just so vivid and alive. And she showed up to you one time. She did. As well. Yeah, a few months ago. So, yeah, and so there's the child now reappearing and being involved. And I just think that is just cooler than it can be. There is so much we don't understand. There is. If you just open up, just know that they are involved no matter their age and they love you. And just because you can't see them, oftentimes you feel it and you might think, oh gosh, you know, they just came to my mind or I thought I felt it. Just trust that you did. Trust that they are there. Your eyes don't know everything. (laughs) There's a lot we don't know. Right. So um, I hope this brings some comfort and some excitement to maybe some things that are happening in your life. And we look forward to seeing you on two places. Facebook. We have a Facebook page. 
It is Life After Life Radio. We would love to get people on there and be interactive and have fun sharing stories and questions and just all kinds of good stuff. And then also we have a up and running face, I mean, uh, website, lifeafterliferadio.com. If you go on there, we've got some free downloads, audio and video downloads. And I'm also doing sessions and you can sign up for a session. The calendar is on there. So that would be great. I would love to serve as interpreter for you. In the meantime, namaste. Namaste.